0: Well, good morning to you. It's Xander and Hanley on ESPN 1000. The sun is just blaring into the window. It's a good problem to have. Broadcasting for the First Midwest Bank Studio. Brian, good morning. Hello, how are you? I'm uh, I'm all good. I'm all good. A White Sox victory yesterday. That was nice to see. The Cubs, they're doing a split doubleheader today. Weather wasn't uh, so pleasant for the Cubs here in town. But uh, the White Sox were in Boston where... Luis Robert cleared the big green monster. That was nice it, to
1: see. Hey, it was a nice week for the White Sox, right? What it the was. difference a week makes. No wonder the sun's out. Yeah. It well, is the sun. I, 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 don't, I forgot what this thing looks like. It, 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 it,
0: it is the sun. I, I did some research, and it is oh. the sun. It is, is it, the sun. It's it, spot I think damn time. Th- this
1: is like the officially the most miserable spring we've ever. So <laughs> I, I saw someone on Twitter saying, "Boy, these Mayflowers flowers better be all that." After they well, they're going to blow window. up. They're going to blow up. We're going to be in the. We're going to be close to the nineties this week. Yeah, they're great. just going to pop. Yeah, and then two inches of snow on Thursday. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, but really, I mean, look. I know the white, uh, the, the Red Sox, not so good, but you better take advantage of teams like that. Now, when you're you, you to,
0: have to, you have to, yeah. No matter what they're doing, you've got to strike while the iron's hot. They took a couple from the Cubs on the north side. That was good to see, and uh, they're going to carry I, I, that I momentum. I miss that
1: news. What, what, They play some games uh, in that uh, big rivalry. The uh, yes, they, they did. City yeah, classic. Well, what do we call it these days? Uh, I don't, I don't know the
0: official. Eh, it's always the crosstown to me. I'm not yeah. sure the official. Whatever, but it was too early, right? I mean, we should be doing this in the dead of summer.
1: Oh, it doesn't matter because the Cubs suck. I mean, so. I know,
0: I know, but, uh, you know, just weather wise and getting people out there, you know, to see some of the uh,
1: empty seats at Wrigley. Yeah, you know, I mean that's that's well, they, that's reality now. This isn't the '80s anymore. Yeah. Well, I guess what uh, I think the Sox drew seventeen thousand the other day. So slow your roll, there, Sox fan. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, um, then, I mean, like I said, the weather's going to help on either side of the town. Yeah, and today is a day I would definitely head out to Wrigley Field. Not just because it's sunny, because of, of who's pitching today. Uh, today is one of those you just you buy a ticket to go watch greatness. I'm I talking agree. about Drew, drew Smiley. Good. No, you're not. <laughs> no, Clayton Kershaw. Yes. No, no, I'm talking Drew Smiley. I'm the big, I'm Drew Smiley president of uh, the fan club. No, it's lonely. I, it's lonely in there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We well, yeah, well, read the minutes from the last meeting. It doesn't take too long. Um, no, because Clayton Kershaw going, I mean, that that's worth the price of admission, even yes. though the Cubs offense, not so much. You know, that Schwindel thing was nice while it lasted, but... Not last. All right, so, so we're done sure. with the with the uh, Schwindy City. We're done with that. Yeah, yeah. You can't spell uh, Schwindel without a win, without W I N. Um, yeah, but I mean, back to your White Sox because they're the team that still matters, right? Even though they're a game under five hundred, mm-hmm. they're only three games back from the Twins, right? And and I don't know what you make of this division, but we're a month into the season, and given all the injuries, and given Dallas Keuchel still, you know what sucks. Um, I'd say you're pretty fortunate, right, to be sitting tied for a second with the uh, with the the Guardians. I still can't say. Uh, it takes me yeah, a second to say yeah. Guardians.
0: Look, uh, uh, you know the Twins. They're playing all right. They're losing Correa for a while. That's going to impact and them he hasn't there. Really,
1: I mean, I guess the scary thing is he hasn't really gotten going yet. No, right? no, and no, no. But it's not like they division.
0: have – I mean, they have Buxton who is uh, just – I mean, he's pay, playing fabulously. Right. And they, you know, they've got a solid team. And coming into this year, they dumped a bunch of salary. So it was – well, uh, it was kind of like, okay, wh- wh- what is this going to look like? Actually, the Guardians were the ones that dumped a bunch of salary, right. but both of them yeah. were yeah, not they looking... added a little. At Carlos Correa,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, But either one of them weren't really supposed to be dominant in the division, and I think that they're uh, you know they're playing to their uh, their strengths right now. Uh, the White Sox uh, injuries hit everywhere. And then now that it's warming up, we're starting to get some players back. The White Sox are kind of riding the ship just a little bit. You know what? We'll see. I think it's it's going to be a tougher division than it was last year, which is good. Competition makes you better. We, we have to have a tougher division. The Tigers are going to be better than they were last year as well.
1: But I really? still think they're eight and 17. How much better are they going to be? Well, it's all
0: well, them? I they have the talent they should be. Now I I can't I can't speak to the you know the results, but the, I think they should be better than their record
1: indicates. Well, I, yeah, I think most people. That's why they went out and got. Uh yeah, you know, spent a little bit of money uh, on Javier yep. and thought that they were maybe a year ahead of schedule. They didn't I mean they've got some youngsters
0: too, they should be playing better than they are for sure. I mean they've won two of their last ten and I mean yeah, we'll take it. I'm not complaining. That's Detroit, I can
1: care less. But they should be doing better than they are for sure. So yeah, I would ask White Sox fans, you know, how good is this division? Three one two, three three two, three seven, seven, six, and how good is this White Sox team, you know, looking at uh, a couple of fan graphs and looking at five thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Um both have Fangrafts has the White Sox today at about a 57% probability just to make the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Five thirty eight has them at fifty eight percent. So they're pretty much lockstep. You would have hoped for a little bit better, I think, going into the season, given where the White Sox were and, and what they're expecting of themselves. Now again, the injuries are, you know, it's a whole different story and they're dealing with it more than most. There are only 39% chance. But this is av- uh,
0: as of today or whenever this was, as right, of the last right, few days.
1: Right. right, We're sitting there at 12 and 13. Okay. And, it, and, and you know, figuring the division and the, how many times you play division teams. So 57%, 58% chance to make the playoffs. And we have a Twitter poll question, given that those algorithms have projected just over, you know, a better than even chance uh, to make the playoffs, 57 58%. Do you believe they will? Simple question, yes or no. As you sit here today... Knowing who's coming back from injury and how long it's going to take. And knowing that, well, you know, at least Liam Hendricks is back doing what he's doing and, and doing well. Um, but it's been a very streaky season for the Sox. Do you believe they'll make the playoffs, given those odds as you sit here today? Yes or no? And And, and
0: not only that, but tell us if you think that percentage is fair.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, you can... I don't. Us, I know, don't at all. it for us. No. You no. don't think it's very good. No, 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 no.
0: No, we're we're into the mid to high 60s percentage-wise. As far as I'm concerned,
1: really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: What have Look, I told Joe Ke- you? Look, Mokona is uh, coming back Monday. Joe Kelly's about to uh, arrive. Foster is uh, starting to show up like we haven't seen him in a couple of years. We've got uh, the guys are putting the uh, barrel on the ball. That's for sure. Um, the the uh, fielding's been cleaned up just a little bit. Jose uh, a yesterday yeah. yesterday had a couple of rough spots, but it did not cost the game at, at all. Yeah,
1: TA, I, T.A. had a very nice week,
0: right? T.A. Well, TA straightened it up. Yep, yeah. yep. I, I totally agree. Now, we could talk about the weather. We can talk about how we started playing Midwest teams in April where the weather is bad all over the place. But these well, other teams didn't have the tough time that we did. So we can erase all that and look forward to the fact that we're now in May. It's warming up. And uh, the bats are warming up, and we're getting some people back. So, yes, I think 57 is selling them short.
1: Okay, well, then you're not going to like this one. Um, 538, If I, we'll pick a percentage to win the division. You just gave them uh, upper 60s to make the playoffs.
0: Okay, so if I'm guessing what they're
1: saying, they're saying 38%. Ooh, almost spot on there, Mr. Zander. Uh, if I had a prize to give you, uh, 30, 39%. Wow. 39%. I don't really want to darken this sunny day by telling you what the chance to win the World Series is. Hey, you know, one step at a time. Let's just <laughs> let's just get
0: the season back on track well, I mean, and worry about the I, World I, Series. I mean, because these numbers are fluid, Brian. Yeah. We could look at this next week when we're on and then all of a sudden say, Oh, that's a ten point jump up.
1: Well, yeah, because last week, I mean, you're thinking the the sky has fallen and you know, how did they go ahead and lose what, eight straight and couldn't score three runs and it, 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 but I mean, I, I, just for levity, I could tell you what the Cubs' percentages are. <laughs> sure, are they single digits? <laughs> uh just barely double digits. Ten percent to make the playoffs. Whoa. Not a rebuild. Oh, wow. Don't don't say rebuild, Jed Hoyer. I mean, you wait, wait, Jed about, can't tell me what to say. Uh, boy, if this isn't a rebuild, I mean, that's that's doing a disservice to rebuild. Ten percent to make the playoffs. Two percent. That's a milk, not a chance to win the division. Two percent is my milk. Two percent, yes. Yeah. And See, I'm less, I'm one percent. I'm surprised. Yeah, and and one and percent is less than one percent to win the World Series. Hey, they've only lost eleven to fourteen. And I believe uh, you know, they're they're gonna there's one Drew Smiley's pitching today against Clayton Kershaw. If that doesn't jumpstart you, against the Dodgers, I, I don't know what will. I've been waiting for the So well,
0: well, you're right about getting out to Wrigley Field. You've got a split doubleheader, and you're going to see yeah, one of the, one one of the best the pitchers. Uh, he's not wearing a Cub uniform. But uh, if you're a baseball fan, that is something you need to see, even though you know the Cubs are going to have a pretty tough afternoon probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we didn't get to it last week. But just to put Clayton Kershaw's greatness into perspective, um, last week he – uh, surpassed Don Sutton, right, for mm. most strikeouts, I believe. And um, he did it in 383 games. Don Sutton had 2696, and it took Don Sutton 550 games to do it. Wow. And Clayton Kershaw did it in 383. I, I was unaware of that. That's pretty yeah. dominant. Yeah, but, you know, Drew Smiley, he's got his work, uh, he's got, you know, tall order today because Drew's on the mound.
0: Yeah, he, um, yeah, he does. They've got a, they've got an offense, and and the Cubs have to try to figure out how to hit Kershaw. Well, and that's game just, one,
1: right? I want, yeah, I want Tom Ricketts to tell me how that they have enough pitching again. I mean, he was making a big deal about now. Says, well, we got more than enough pitching. Eh, Kyle Hendricks is a. You know, I mean, if he can go every other day, well, he's actually you know every other start is okay, and then the other starts not so much. I'm, and just okay, I'm not talking great. Right. This this rotation, I mean, Justin Steele can't get out, go past three innings now, and he looked pretty good the first couple weeks. I mean, you don't have enough pitching, and and it's more than a rebuild. It's a complete catastrophe. Well, the idea of not using that word, rebuild, is, uh, we all
0: know it's ridiculous. Come on. I I mean, nobody nobody could say anything otherwise if you're really, really paying attention. But us Sox fans do appreciate the north side because maybe this has helped us right the ship on the south side. Well, you should appreciate
1: wins. the north side because we gave you Dylan Season. Where would you be without this? And guy? I'll tell I you mean, something. You, you know, uh, it
0: it, uh, it hasn't occurred to me until recently that he is because of recent he has really, really become the player that we hope he was going to be. But you know, that is the the marquee piece in that deal. No deal. No, no doubt.
1: I mean, you know, I, and we
0: were always saying Aloy, and I oh, said right. marquee, hey. pun intended.
1: But we were always saying Aloy was it. Yep. And, and, and he it, was, Dylan Cease was a throw in. But from the, the day the trade was made, I said, you know what you can't coach? 100 miles plus. And when, when the light bulb has gone on for Dylan Cease, finally, I mean, not finally, he's a young guy. He can command that. that uh, who knows what his ceiling is? He's, his confidence is now, you know. That gnashing. last start
0: of his was wicked, scary, good.
1: It's unbelievable. Yeah. He put a couple of them together now, right? Yeah, no, mean, he has. But the, but the last
0: one was the crown jewel. And yeah. and there will be more. Was Dane Dunning in that trade too? I don't I, can't, think so. I, I can't I can't remember. Think, no. Dane Dunning was know. in the Lance Lynn trade. That's yeah, that, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dane, no, Dane Dane no,
0: no, 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 no. I'm saying Dane Dunning coming to the White Sox. I can't on. remember how he no. got here, but it was kind of a Dane Dunning, Dylan Cease type thing.
1: No, and, no. And, it was well, a no, no, no. Dylan Cease. No,
0: maybe they weren't in the same deal, but I'm saying coming up at the same time, oh, a lot of people you. were okay. comparing them, Oh, and people like uh, my former partner here on the weekends was saying that Dane Dunning is the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy and you and th-
1: want to leave the room when you see him. Well,
0: well, now that's obvious, but at that yeah. point, you, you know what? Uh, Dylan was still trying to develop, and I think, again, just like with, uh, and we'll eventually talk about the Bears and Justin Fields. People run out of patience way too quick. And but there's Dylan a development never, curve.
1: Dylan Cease was never the guy. No one expected Dylan Cease to be the guy, except the fact that he could throw triple digits. And I thought, as a throwing piece, that was, mm, I don't know that you need no, to No, no, he that wasn't the in. guy
0: in that trade. But right. since he's been here, there oh, has been, been the focus guy? on his development. Yeah. And there have been people that have. Definitely run out of patience early on with him. And wow. it's like Why the whole COPAC. Well, but fans are fans, right? They just run out of patience. We've talked to many of them here on ESPN 1000. They call and say, Why are we still dealing with this? Why are we still dealing with the COPAC? Wow. I mean,
1: well, you well, have Copac, to have yeah, patience. I mean- Look, Kopech, the expectations for Michael Kopech, and by the way, he's meeting him so far this year. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we knew about Michael Kopech because we were watching minor league games on NBC Sports. It was almost Chicago. too much
0: exposure. Right. It was just but, too much information.
1: Right. They're, during the rebuild, they decided to expose the upcoming pieces and, and stalwarts for the future, right? And and that's why we knew the whole backstory of Michael Kopeck to the point of who he's dating and whatever. But Dylan sees no one. I mean, no one had any expectation when that deal was made. It was all about Aloy, as you said, right? And then Aloy, unfortunately, hasn't found an injury that he hasn't suffered, right? And he's well, out. Well, there until, are a few
0: more. Don't let's not make it worse, okay? There are a uh, few no, more he saying, could run into.
1: And and now you have to say, is he a DH or is, you know, he's still going to let him have a glove and and who knows? But but he's scuffled at times and he's ripped the cover off the ball at times. But Dylan sees right now. Why would you be anything but positive and encouraged? uh, Well, right now,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just saying early on, there were some detractors thinking that he was not going to turn into what they expected him to be. He has over-delivered as far as I'm concerned. Kopech is on the right track. I know Rodon's doing great in San Francisco, but you, you know you can't keep them all. And I'll tell you what's going to happen with Keiko when we come back, and we're going to oh, take boy, a phone call a uh, about the. Uh, uh, we're going to take the phone call from uh, David and Wakande. He's on hold. He wants to talk about uh, the Cubs and and a challenge that they have in the future. This is ESPN One Thousand on a Saturday morning talking baseball. We'll talk about the Bears, and we want you to join in three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back.
1: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000.
0: You can watch us on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Sponsored by Cover 5. Use code Chicago to sign up at Cover 5. Dot com. It's uh, Brian Hanley and Mark Xander on Saturday morning, sunny Saturday morning, a baseball day, a real good baseball day on the, uh, on the north side with a split doubleheader Dodgers and Cubs and uh, the White Sox are in Boston again today after taking game one in that series yesterday, a towering home run by one Luis Robert, Lou Bob, double eights, that was nice to see and he, it was, that was like a golf shot, did you see that Brian?
1: I did, and it has to be to get over the, that wall. But, uh, you know, good thing that, you know, it needs a lot more of that, a lot more consistent offense. But it's been a really good week. I mean, this thing could have really gone into the rabbit hole, and they, yep. they've got you know got it together and turned this thing around. So,
0: so far, one uh, one from the Angels, couple from the Cubs, first one from the Red Sox. Yep, and uh, we've got David on the uh, in Wakanda. He wants to talk about uh, what's going on in the north side. David, welcome into ESPN 1000. You're on with Hanley and Xander.
1: Good morning, gentlemen. Mr. Hanley, your favorite attorney. Hey, David Spada. How are you? Good. Question for you guys. It's Jason Hayward. I mean, I heard this week that he was sent out some like, cryptic tweet. Is there any shot the Cubs let him go soon so that we could bring up one of these minor leaguers like Brennan Davis? Because I see they just brought up one of their top prospects in double-A to triple-A. That's Nelson the last was.
0: And basically, not just sort of languishing the minors.
1: Um, you know, that's a that's a great question. Who, who gets released first, Dallas Keuchel or Jason Hayward? Um, boy, you talk about bad deals. money. Yeah, no, I don't know. Is talk- Hayward worth anything at the trade deadline? No, no. I mean, you. Okay. you I mean, you, you, no. Okay. I still, An like emphatic
0: no from Brian
1: Hanley. Well, I'd like to know which team. You know, He said he passed up more money from another team when he signed with the Cubs all those years ago and all those tens of millions of dollars ago. I, I, boy, that team is celebrating every day that that didn't happen, right? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine that. Thanks for the call, David. That, David. Mark, do you think Tom Ricketts is going to eat the money? Do you think the White Sox are going to eat the Dallas Keiko money? Or do you think there's something else you could do with Dallas Keiko?
0: Well, you know what? Uh, and we were talking going into the break about Dallas Keiko. Here's what I think should happen. He's going to get a start, and that's, uh, I believe, he's in line for that start tomorrow. Okay. Okay. He blows that one. Cueto's on the way in. I was going to ask. what They sit up, what him. They, they yeah. sit him. They slot Cueto in. And, uh, lay, uh, let the best man win. And I think Cueto's probably going to be that guy. And what you do with Dallas, I don't know. I mean, you you're can't really park him in the bullpen. bullpen. You no. can't really do that because we've got some dollars. other arms that we need and that's too much
1: money. And you're, you're, yeah. I, I think it's the end of the road for Dallas. Okay. So here's, you know, he's a veteran guy making 18 million, right? So he can't be a mop up guy. You can't put him in the bullpen. So you're up eight or down eight. Right. Here comes Dallas Keichel to, to eat whatever it needs to the left. Um, he, he's not going to be effective in the bullpen. You're not sending him to the minors. He he won't go agree to go. Um, do you just you just pay him to walk away? And do you come up with an injury while you see what Johnny Cueto has? You know, some, and you know all of a sudden Dallas has a, a boo boo and he goes on the IL for ten days. What happens? Just or kind you just, of
0: shelve him for a while to see uh, see how well, I mean, Cueto looks. Yeah,
1: you don't want him sitting there doing nothing. and taking up a roster. No, spot, no right, 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 and and those are at a premium, obviously. Right. Right. And, and you know, Jason Hayward, he's been taking up a roster spot. Hey, still gave the greatest meeting in a rain delay of all time in the history of baseball, you know, uh, uh, in that Game 7 of the World Series. When he got the rally at the Troops and they, they won the World Series, seems like 20 years ago. But, yeah, that you don't want to pay a guy $165 million or whatever it is just because he gave an inspirational... Well, the problem is
0: that money is so tied up. I mean, well, he's only got a
1: a year and a half left. I'd have to look. But he's been I mean, he's he's banked most of it by now.
0: Right. But I'm saying, you know, looking at it from ownership, the Ricketts family, are they going to let him just Are they just not going to do anything and let
1: him walk away and earn that money and just pay him off? Well, it's not like they're going to take that. You know, they're going to eat that money. It's not like a salary cap thing where they, you know. So they're not spending that. They've spent the money on him. It's dead money. It's not like you could get rid of even eat a lot of that and trade him. You couldn't. I, I mentioned if you offered 80% of a salary that no one would really want him. I don't know what he gives you. You know, the defense is not all. I mean, it's it's okay, but it's not not enough to, to warrant the money, right? So mm-hmm. I, I, I'll i be surprised if if they eat that money and tell him just go away um, because it just doesn't seem like. That's the, the Cubs or Ricketts way of doing things. So, three one two three three
0: two three seven seven six. Interesting. Who is going to get released first, Dallas Keiko on the south side or Jason Hayward on the north side?
1: What would you do with Dallas Keiko, Sox fans? I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a dilemma. And I know he said he felt better last start, but the numbers cer- certainly. Well, went I'm better. glad that he felt better, but it yeah. still didn't look any better. No, it does, and that, I mean that's not an aberration. Now that that's been who he is pretty much for the last and year and. And now.
0: unfortunately, look, he what is he five six years removed from Cy Young yeah yeah so eventually we were we we signed him we signed him to a long-term deal eventually this was going to happen this is probably happening sooner than a lot of people thought or had hoped for which i understand but the proof is in the pudding and uh, he has not been able to
1: come close to even dominating like he used to i mean yeah i mean you know make a case that you know he's going to turn some corner here and not hit a wall i mean that's you can't you can't do what he's doing and, and not get four, through four innings without giving four, five, six runs right, up and right. walking everybody and not finding the strike zone and tell me he's feeling, you know, and then tell me, well, you know, I felt better. My command was, you know, no, I don't want to see, I can't, I can't afford to see that anymore if I'm in right. the White Sox.
0: absolutely. Like, and, and I think the conventional thinking was that uh, when uh, Lance Lynn came back, yeah you know, maybe Velasquez goes, but look well, at Vinny what v. he did last night. Past no, couple starts.
1: No, Vinny V stays. I want to see a lot Absolutely. more. Absolutely, and
0: that and that was nice to see. He did not have an easy, uh, you know, beginning to the season. You know, it was questionable that we signed him, but I think Ethan Katz had kind of a as as I understand it, watching the broadcast last night. Um, even What'd though, you think of that apple. Yeah, plus? you know, I mean, I think it was Phil Rosenthal on Twitter. Yeah, I was Did you see that? Up. That, that was really Phil great. A tweet Rosenthal. that said. It said it is more like they are covering
1: a parade, not than good. That doing a
0: baseball game, and he we- said
1: not good. And, no, and right. Phil was a media critic for all these years at the Sun Times. He was terrific. He went over to the Tribune, became their critic and a sports columnist at large. And his, I mean, he, when I saw that, I laughed out loud because I did too. This, I did too. Yeah.
0: It, look, uh, you know, more uh, female presence in, in the booth and on the field. That, that's fine. That's fine. That, I, I'm, that's rooting, look, I'm rooting for it. I'm yeah, rooting for it, absolutely. but it needs to be better. Mm-hmm. And there are several reasons why it needs to be better. Now, some people were saying, okay, this is a, a you know, they're a little biased. I don't know if I heard that maybe a little bit because uh, she called him CY constantly. He's the, uh, he's the guy that used to play for the Red Sox. So it was yeah. all kinds of Red Sox love. So I kind of get that, but it just needs to be better and 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 the uh, w- what's her name Brooke on uh, on the field she looks like princess leia because they make her wear the uh you know the apple headphones yeah and and it's just it's just annoying product, product placement. placement it's yeah. just so yeah. annoying it's so over the top can you give her can you give her your pods well, not only that. Do they really
1: need product placement? It's Apple.
0: I know. It's I mean, well. This is my point. Past past saying you're on, uh, you're watching Friday Night Baseball on Apple TV. What else do they need?
1: I mean, everyone know you has have some phones. Apple, uh, some something of Apple in your house, and you probably have multiple Apple. I mean, everyone owns something of Apple. I don't need. You don't need to put Princess Leia in that. Because <laughs> right. of right.
0: Right. 312-332-3776 if you want to weigh in on the broadcast, too. I will say uh, it, it, it looked sharp. I mean, the picture was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I'm not sure that it was any sharper than what you see on uh, NBC uh, Sports Chicago on uh, high def. But it, it looked great, but it just needs to be better. And if you have a way... For uh, a couple of things to point out, how you can be better again. Having having somebody call the game, a female call the game, that's awesome. I love it, and she's fun. very she's very very good. But I, I think the dynamic between the two, maybe it's maybe it's Cy. I don't know what it is. Three one when two. When was three, the last three, two,
1: time you watched a parade? Three, seven, I gotta got go back and watch. Uh, I had I, you it. know maybe I was ten. I was in a parade when I was ten. I think. Lamar I was age. in a parade and I watched a parade. Yeah, about literally, 10 we used to tour. get on a fire truck and you know wave and throw candy. Or whatever. Did you know what I had to do?
0: Being, throw beads. Being in radio for no, I didn't have <laughs> to throw beads. Not down there, <laughs> but I did have to. I did have to put on a Santa Claus, um, outfit and ride the fire truck in downtown Springfield.
1: Yeah, Illinois. You Were you running for in office? the mid
0: nineties? No, I was the morning guy at a radio station.
1: Oh hey, yeah, got to hey. do the
0: wacky shtick.
1: There you go. What, what was your on-air name at Springfield on Morning Drive, Xander? Oh, really? I yeah. didn't. Yeah. No, nothing wacky. No. No. i like the governor since you were in
0: Springfield. <laughs> you know, no, No, okay. but I did get warned when I went down there. They say, uh, "Don't say we're down here from anywhere," because really? I would refer to myself as being from Chicago. Oh, they don't know. They say they, we're not down. Like- we're not down here from Chicago. It's like they
1: don't okay. like Chicago. Little
0: Little Town Syndrome. Okay. Yeah. All right. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We will uh, take a break, and we've got uh, more thoughts about trading Hayward. We've got a couple other phone calls to take. Talking baseball at this point here on ESPN 1000. We'll get to uh, the Bears. Mini, mini camp is in. There were some visitors at Hallis Hall, which is really cool. I'm not sure if um, our uh, former leader was uh, entertaining those, uh, those types of um, older players, you know, of and uh, the polls on uh, and J. Hood we're going to talk about, too, as Jake just whispered in my ear. We've got a lot to get to, Brian. So why don't we take that break? Come back. 312-332-3776. This is ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Oh, well, Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2, and on the ESPN Chicago app. So many ways to get your ESPN 1000. On a Saturday morning, it's Brian Hanley, Mark Zander talking baseball. For now, we'll get to the Bears and uh, what you're watching. Lots to cover this morning. And we've got the uh, White Sox with uh, White Sox Weekly actually at 1230 today with Connor leading into pregame and then first pitch at 310. Sox taking on the Sox, the Red Sox in Boston. All right, Brian, we've got a couple of calls on what's happening on the north side, specifically uh, talking about Jason Hayward. Lucas in Ashland. Lucas, welcome to ESPN 1000. What's up? Uh, um, just, um, I, I, uh, I am uh, a big fan of you guys. Thanks, buddy. What can we do
1: for you? Uh, I'm just um, asking the... Jason Hayward on the trade. Uh, uh, what, what are you guys thinking? Uh, what team? What team
0: want to we go? Well, Lucas, I think that uh, Brian feels like he's not really worth anything in a trade. We might just have to let him go.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. uh, buddy. David Spada said that there was a cryptic tweet from Jason Hayward. I'm not following Jason Thanks, on Lucas. Twitter, yeah. so I'm not sure what the tweet. I have to look it up. Um, but I, you know, you got one choice. You want to release him. And then he can sign with whatever team for for a minimum prorated because he's making all the money from the Cubs. Mm. Uh, I, there, there's no trade to be you know made there. So, so. the uh, he's under contract for the rest of this season and next. Yeah, I said yeah, I thought that was it. You know, he's banked most of the money. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine to bring him back next year, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm sure he's a good presence in the clubhouse for young guys. He's a professional. He's a pro's pro. He, you know, God bless him he, he he approaches the game the proper way and and gives you his all but offensively there's been no all to give you right for the for well, the, and, the he, look
0: he's taking up a roster spot that could uh, be used to develop somebody else for the future because again it's a rebuild Jed. Right. yeah yeah again that might do a disservice to rebuild but three one two three three two three seven seven six Rick and Valparaiso what's up Rick
1: Hey, I got a solution for uh, the Jason Hayward situation. Yeah. Well, he's great, great defender. Um, why don't we just make him a designated outfielder and then just let the pitchers bat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> why not? Well, that is Wait, manipulating we, the rules. Yeah, I think I kind of like it.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, as soon as they eliminate the shift, we can get to designated defensive players. Um, yeah. Hey, well, you know, I like the outside the box thinking. Yeah. Why yeah not? Well, they Thanks. might have to do that. Yeah, expand the roster so you can have an offensive squad and a defensive squad.
0: Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Thanks to Rick for that phone call. So so we had uh, this was interesting. I'm gonna play this audio here. Dylan Cease the other day on He's a cold everything
1: right. I
0: right on a cold I almost said Winter's Day kind of, sort of, at Wrigley Field. It was he was, he was. He was in the uh, dugout. And, mic'd up. Uh, this is what we had. He was obviously mic'd up, as you'll hear, and uh, he, he had something interesting to say. I'm going to go home run over to Sloan in right field. Off a home run. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> That's the most legendary mic'd up moment ever. Oh, my God. I die a legend now. That's all I can say. Wow. We're just out here predicting the future. No big deal.
0: Lots of happy cursing there in the bullpen, what, or I, I should say in the dugout. Yeah. What happened was Dylan Cease, moments, mere moments before T.A. went uh, opposite over oh, the, the, the Sloan, Sloan sign in, like uh, the in right center. He called for that home run. What is this guy not doing right? I mean, even he, the mustache he, looks good.
1: No, I was going to say. I was, I was gonna hey, say, come I was,
0: on, the trends I, are going to start again. You lived through the mustache uh, days I, of I, the seventies. You had one.
1: one. I rocked one in the eighties. Okay, um, in the
0: eighties. All right, so yeah. everything comes back, Brian. I've got to accept I, it.
1: Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I'm still not sure about that. It, it, everyone did in the eighties. I don't know that he's going to be a trendsetter for it. Just you know, no. But. How about that? But he we're outdid, certainly talking about it. <laughs> he outdid Stoney. I mean, Stoney will give you, you know, he's going to hit a home run here. He won't call it opposite, you know, over the, the oppo over the Sloan sign. No, no, and, he won't get that specific. That And you're right. I mean, that tells you what kind of zone Dylan Cease is in. Because with the weather, his teammates were like, no, he's not going to hit a home run. It's, you know, it's too difficult. It's not that he can't do it. It's just he won't tonight. And he goes, no, I'm going Apple over to Sloan sign, and sure enough, right field Sloan said sign. Said it so
0: casual, like he yeah. just uh, just knew everything was going on. Yeah, how do you not like
1: that guy? Uh, well, I, you have I, to I, like look.
0: We we love him. I mean, yeah, As thanks. as Steve Stone has said, there's really no you know the first guy on the pitching staff except for opening day. Then the rest you you pitch when you're up, right? And yeah. uh, Dylan Cease is our stud right now. Lucas Giolito looks good. Looking mm-hmm. forward to getting Lance Lynn back. I mean... Uh, Johnny Cueto's the wild card. Johnny Cueto's the wild card. Velasquez, last Vinny couple, V. Vinny V, oh. I'll tell you, last v few squared. starts. that is uh, That has been impressive. Again, we signed him just to fill a hole because we were so depleted. And uh, hey, and, mean, then, it, and then and okay. then we got Kopech, the guy who is developing. And every time he's out, he goes a little further. Yep. He was awfully angry getting pulled the other day,
1: well, which is because
0: he's it. a competitor, and yeah. I, I don't mind that. I'm sure Tony doesn't mind it either. He no. want to go a little deeper into the game, but he's improving too, and that's all you can
1: ask for. So the odd guy out is Dallas Keuchel, and they're going to have this this like you say. Okay, he's going to take the ball tomorrow. Yep. Well, what 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 he actually gives you? A better outing, not great, but serviceable. I mean, well, what we put teased? a lot of
0: we put a lot of time in the equator. We have to give him a shot, right? That yeah, would be I ridiculous say, if we did not.
1: What if Dallas Keuchel teases you tomorrow? I mean, I, I still see just enough. to keep you uh, hooked for well, another seen, start. I'm not. You're not hooking me. I've seen enough bad. T- right. I've made my decision. But I mean, if, if, if you're going to win a division and or go deep in the playoffs, do you need Dallas Keuchel finding his game from three years ago? It's not going to happen. It's not. Yeah. I just, I I just, I think you're just going to have to say that's bad money and goodbye to bad money and see you later. Because there's, unless you can make a case that he's going to go to the bullpen and and, and come in and and throw leverage, high leverage pitches and, you know, tight situation. He's not going to do that. You know, is there a spot
0: in middle relief? There's somebody we can send down to make some room for him? No.
1: He'd be a mop-up guy and that would do him, you know, no favors and... You know, you don't want to embarrass the guy, but he embarrasses himself every time he takes the ball. So,
0: well, what happens to him? I'm not sure, but Cueto should get the uh, next start. If uh, I mean, they're they're going to have to wedge him in, and they're certainly not going to take uh, Kopech uh, no. off a start to get Cueto some time. That's not going to happen. Keiko no. is the soft spot. That's where they're going to slot him in. What happens to Keiko after that? Especially if Cueto really pitches well. That remains to be seen. But and that is something you're going to have to deal they with.
1: They basically have until May 15th to bring Cueto up because they have that option deal. So Cueto can leave if he's not brought up to the majors by that time. Yeah, well, he's coming. So he's doing, he'll be He up has a week, week and a day, and I would assume, yeah, he's going sure, to come yeah. to the White and, and, Sox. And, and he's
0: looked good in his, uh, in his starts down in uh, the minors, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so I, I just, I'm sorry. We have to give but, him that time. We have Del's to give him that Keiko, chance. The Dells-Keichel era has to end. I mean, it just didn't work out, okay? I mean, it's over. Yep. Say goodbye.
0: I, I, I think you're right. 312-332-3776. Again, a couple of different ways to uh, get that uh, result. We'll see how Rick Hahn handles it. I guess that. you
1: can come up with an injury, you know, give him a blister, do something. He he felt the twinge in his in his oblique or whatever, you know, something that you just put him on the IL, it, it's been done, Yep. and it take an extra 10 days to, to figure out what you're doing here.
0: I agree. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We've got a couple of polls that we want to talk about on Twitter at ESPN one thousand. We'll get to that, and we'll start talking about the Bears minicamp and some of the things that have happened this past week. This is ESPN one thousand with Xander and Hanley. We'll be right back.
1: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN one thousand. <laughs>
0: Stanley and Xander on a Saturday morning at ESPN one thousand. If you want to jump in, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Baseball in full swing. We're into May. No Bulls playoffs. No Blackhawks playoffs. So Brian, what are you watching beyond baseball?
1: I'm watching both. I'm watching both. Um, and we have a Twitter poll question: without the Bulls, without the Blackhawks participating in the postseason, uh, Bulls participated kind of, sort of for a little bit. Yeah, um, Blackhawks came nowhere near it. No, they are actually a rebuild. They'll say rebuild, and they'll also tell you it's going to take a long time. So at least they're being honest with you. <laughs> Upfront like, and honest.
0: We appreciate that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, you know, it doesn't make the pain go away anymore. But at no, least, you know, no. they know what, you know, um, you know, whatever they're trying to delude themselves up at Wrigley Field helped. Um, so without the Bulls and, and Blackhawks now participating, which postseason uh, are you watching? Which playoffs? Uh the Twitter poll gives you four answers so you can answer NBA, NHL, both, neither. And if
0: you want it's to simple. jump in here and answer 3123323776 yeah. and uh, maybe what uh, what you're watching for, as far as uh, who's going to go the entire way in the NBA, and who who you're liking in the NHL, I've got to admit huh? something that I hate to admit. I absolutely hate to admit it, uh-huh. but I'm such a hockey fan. But you this already year...
1: admitted that you worked in Springfield, and yeah, well, uh, right.
0: Yeah. This is, I guess, confession day. But I uh, I'm such a hockey fan. But this year I fell off much harder than I thought I would because the Blackhawks. I I mean, everything, right? It's not only, it's not only their play. It's that mess that happened. You know, all of it has just really dimmed the light for me as a Blackhawk fan. And it's taken me out of the pocket for NHL. And, and it's really unfair. And I'm going to try to reset this summer and have a better outlook going in because look, I was there. I was there in the mid 2000s when, when the Hawks were,
1: you know, know, uh, drawing 5,000 people a night. I was covering them in the throughout the '90s when we could count the literally count the number. Of I was there for the that Center. too, and, yeah, and, and we and, counted you. you right. <laughs> I, I like, was there. You saw were me. like ten people a section. I mean, right. we, we'd sit up in the press box on the seventh floor of the United Center, and we, you know, you take that part, and you take this end, I'll take that end, you take the middle, and we come up because they would announce whatever it was, twelve thousand. There were about three thousand actual fannies in the seats. Sure, uh, um, but you know, if you're watching the NBA. Last night Joel Embiid comes back from the orbital bone fracture and the concussion. Goes out, does a shoot around before the game and decides he can go wearing the Phantom of the Opera mask. And this guy goes out and plays what thirty six minutes, eighteen points, eleven rebounds, and is crucial and key in and you know putting philadelphia back in, into the series at least you know they're down 0-2 going to miami and now they go back to philadelphia and, and win 99-79 and you know it tells you why he's uh firmly in the mvp conversation he gets my vote um but you know that that's what makes when you see guys given that effort he's still got a swollen face and um he, he was begging Doc Rivers and of the argument to go. He started the first 15 minutes of the second half. He was out on the floor when Doc wanted to to give him a, a rest, but uh, Miami cut that lead down to three because they were leading double di- digits throughout the game. All of a sudden it got interesting, and he's like, I got to be out there for this. So there are some, you know, the, the NHL playoffs haven't been the two to one games we're used to seeing. It's been more like four to two, th- you know, five to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, you know, whatever it it, they haven't been the most compelling of NHL post seasons I've seen. Usually, the first round is where all the upsets happen, and and you, a lot of overtime games. You've had a couple, but um, I'm watching that. But uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that poll turns out because I, you know, I think a lot of people are like you, Mark, where the Hawks season started just uh, dreadfully. Colliton got fired. You got a little bit of interest with the coaching change and a little bit of bump and then they you know, revert it back to who they are not a very good team right and all the drama and now there's
0: talk about yep. uh, taves um yep. you know the eventuality that he probably will not finish his career here which makes me sad it just you know it, it again i'm going to try to reset myself but i have watched more basketball that i have in years and that is because the bulls yeah, you know, have turned things around, and it's generated more interest. And I would think that that would probably be the case for a lot of casual basketball fans because the Bulls here in Chicago, you know, did make a run in the playoffs—not deep at all—but they made the playoffs, and that's much better than they we thought a couple years ago. Well, I the mean, the front,
1: op- front office has to decide.
0: Oh, they've got some things to do. They've yeah, got. I some mean, work they
1: to have do. to decide how much the injuries came into play because they absolutely, you know, limped into the playoffs, complete free fall at the end, and then you know, won one game against the, the Bucs, and no one expected them to even do that. But it, it certainly – we knew there would be a playoff team back in January when they were atop the conference, mm-hmm. and had a 92% probability of making the postseason. Yeah, but going
0: uh, going to that point, we, we oh. were pleasantly surprised.
1: Well, and then they, you know, we thought a couple of weeks ago, we're like, are they going to be in the play-in <laughs> Right, right. And they were almost were. I mean, it wasn't – That's a that's character
0: how... builder, Brian. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's
1: call it that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, when adversity strikes, it's hey, wait, wait,
0: builder. wait. If Jed Harder can say uh, avoid the use of the word rebuild, we could we say can, that's a yeah, character build.
1: Sure, we can. We can. You know, don't you know what on my leg? And tell me it's raining. Okay, but yeah, we can dress it up any way you want. It's a character builder. Yeah, we'll go with that.
0: Three one two three three two three seven seven six. What are you watching? You watching the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, both, neither? Jump in on Twitter. Way in there. ESPN one thousand or right here at. Uh, on ESPN 1000 with uh, Hanley and Xander three one two three three two three seven seven six. Who do you've got in the NBA to come out uh, on top? Uh, don't say the Nets because
1: yeah. Oh, I enjoyed that. You want to crash and burn? That 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 team very unlikable. Good good riddance uh, to to bad teams. Oh no, no doubt, but. Boy, they should have done better I than mean, that. A superstar That's ridiculous. Team, a superstar team just made up, you know, of one diva in particular and I think it impacted the rest of them. But mm. you know, it you, it's great to recruit and put together the all star team and then flame out like that. You know, it, you know, some people get It just what they goes deserve. to show
0: you you have to have the right pieces. You just can't have yeah. a room full of superstars and no. think automatically it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, what what's what's James Harden without Joel and right? I mean, Joel Embiid came in and you know played Superman for a day and and helped change the whole mindset of that team. Now it might be the only game they win, um, but we'll see. But um, if he's going to be getting healthier with each game, then they they got a chance. So if they even end up next game, and you got to like their chances of at least getting going the distance in this series. But you know it, it's it, there was a scary thing in the um, Boston game last night. The uh, Boston Bruins hockey game, some fans were banging on the penalty box glass. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh. And to the point where the glass, the pane of glass, which is like two inches thick. I mean, this isn't anything. And it landed on. It's glass.
0: On... It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, or maybe it's uh, whatever it is. It's, it's he- heavy I mean, material. It's very yeah, heavy material. I mean,
1: it's, it's not regular glass. It's reinforced. Right. And, right. And you, you've seen a chatter before with, you know, yep. with. With slap a puck. shots, Sure. Whatever, but this landed on the off ice official who was manning the penalty. Scorekeeper, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's in there. You know, yeah. He, he's when they send someone to the box. You know, he's mm-hmm. taking time and all that. Yep. But he went down in a heap because this thing is a heavy, heavy. Knocked him out they, cold. And they, you know, put him stretchered him out. Good news is he is going to be okay. And they had a, a, a one of Boston's police officers or two, you know, manning the uh, area around there after that to make sure it didn't happen again. That When I was covering the Blackhawks in those dark days, Sergei Krivo Krasov, who was going to be the first Russian star of the Hawks and that never really materialized. No, He's no. he about five feet tall. And I like Krivo. He's he a funny guy. But we were at Madison Square Garden, and Wayne Gretzky was on the Rangers at the time, and Gretzky's wife uh, was sitting in the first row. And Krivo and another guy... Well, I don't know if Crivo got run into the glass or Crivo actually ran a guy in the glass. The glass shattered and went all over the front row. And Gretzky's wife was taken to the hospital. Yeah, I, rem- she, I
0: remember I remember. watching that game, I believe.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and that was so a big deal. she was fine. And I I go into the room and have some fun with Crivo. He didn't think it was too funny. And I'm like, hey, krivo Gretzky's out in the hallway. He's looking for you. I mean, he's upset. He's pissed. He's like, what It was me. It was not me. It was the other guy. The other guy did uh, i did not do that i'm like oh he, you better go tell him this he's upset and he's like no no i'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> i had him so upset because i knew she well, he was wasn't okay worried that about
0: way. gretzky uh himself he was worried about McSorley that traveled with gretzky
1: well no i yeah he just thought the great one was going to take a piece of little crevo um, but i mean that that's you know we were looking for laughs on the on the road because the hawks stunk, stunk at that time but I mean, so it happens, but yeah, don't the first row seats aren't all that.
0: Uh. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they're not, and and uh, perhaps a uh, discussion for another time. But unbelievable three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll take a break. Come back. Take your phone calls at three one two three three two three seven seven six. Start talking about the Bears and uh, you know a mini camp and you know, a few things. We've got some audio to play for you as well. We're back in two minutes. It's Hanley and Xander on ESPN one thousand.